Luke chapter 10, verse 38 onwards. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. So we see Martha, a certain woman in a certain village. Her name is Martha. She welcomed Jesus. And then she had a sister. Her name was Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet. She sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. So one welcomed him and the other one went further where she said, I'm going to sit at Jesus' feet and I'm going to hear him speak. But Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, I want to stop right here. Martha was serving. She wanted to serve. She needed to cook. She had to do things for the master. But God says here, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, Emphasis is whatever you want to do can be a distraction for you, can keep you from the very best that God has for you. So write this down. If you are taking notes, write this down. This is very important. Whatever you want to do for God, whatever you want to do for God, it's not whatever you want to do for somebody else. So you want to do, you know, something secular. No, whatever you want to do for God himself while Jesus is there can actually become a distraction for you and can keep you from inheriting what God has for you. I want to repeat this as the Holy Spirit wants me to. Whatever you want to do for God can actually keep you from receiving what God has for you as it will become a distraction for you and you can lose what God has for you. Mary and Martha were two sisters from the same house same village, and they had the same Jesus. You can have the same Jesus that I have. I can have the same Jesus you have because Jesus is for all those who come to him and he has no partiality. So when we go to him, we go to him for who he is and in the process, we serve him. We go to him And we serve him according to what he wants us to serve us with. What is service to God? Service is service to God is doing what God wants us to do for him. Write this down. Service to God is not what you want to do for God, but service to God is what God wants you to do. And you do that, which means God has to call you. God has to equip you. God has to enable you. God has to ask you to serve him. God has to tell you what you need to do for the Lord. If that doesn't happen, whatever you try to do will be burned by the fire when the fire tests your work. Very, very important. Service to God is doing what God wants you to do for him, not what You want to do for God. No. A lot of times people say, somehow I need to do something for God. No, 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 no. God must call you to do something for him. Until then, what do you do? You sit at his feet and you wait on him. That's what you're supposed to do. What does a servant do? A servant waits for the orders that comes from the master. You just don't do your own thing and say, well, I want to do all these things for your master. When the master said, I never asked you to do that. Because I had somebody else appointed for that. I was hoping you would do, I wanted you to do this. 
That'll be a very scary place to be in if we are there to do the will of God and we end up doing things outside the will of God. Because only those who do the will of God will enter in. Only those who do the will of God. Those who didn't do the will of God, they fell among the goats. Those who did the will of God fell among the sheep. Matthew 25. So, two people are there. Mary and Martha. Martha invited him. Mary and Martha both had Jesus in the house. Believers. Same church. Jesus is there. Martha is doing something for Jesus. Mary is doing something that Jesus wanted her to do, which was to listen to his voice. Martha was doing something for Jesus, but it was not something that Jesus wanted her to do. Two separate things. Service to God. Without hearing instruction from God, we cannot really go and do what God wants us to do. That's why Martha chose the better part, which is to sit and hear the heart of Jesus, to sit and hear what Jesus had to say. When she sat and heard what Jesus had to say, then she was better equipped and she was ready to do what Jesus wanted her to do. That's what real ministry is. That's what serving God is. On the other hand, Martha had the love for Jesus. Martha desired to serve Jesus. But you know what? She wanted to do what she wanted to do. This brings us down to self Jesus said, if anyone would desire to follow me or to become my disciple, then they should, number one, what is it? Deny themselves. Number two, pick up their cross. Number three is follow Jesus. So the first thing is really putting that eye down, replacing that with Christ by saying, God, what do you want me to do? It's not that, God, I will do something and I will bring something to you. Uh, We saw this before and the Holy Spirit is bringing this again to us, which is the sacrifice that Abel brought and the sacrifice that Cain brought. Both of them brought. One offered a more excellent sacrifice than the other because one gave it out of his heart and had faith in God. And that's why he brought his best to God. The other one was he brought something, but it was not approved by God. Our service to God must be approved by God. Only then it's going to mean something. It will go into our account eternally. If my service to God is not approved by God, if it is not done in a manner that is pleasing to God, then what is going to happen is it is not going to be credited to my account. In my account, there's going to be zero. It's not going to go into my account. But if it is done according to the will of God, and in a manner that is pleasing to God, then it is going to go towards my account, eternal account, where when I go to be with God, the eternal reward will be there. And during my lifetime on earth, God will also cause a multiplication to take place because you are that sheep that is really hearing God's voice and executing what God wants you to do exactly the way God wants you to. I'm going to read this one more time as the Spirit of the Lord wants me to. Just let's go back here and read this. Mary and Martha. One is described as the person who sat at 
the feet of Jesus and heard his word. Understand this. She was not somebody who was just simply sitting at the feet of Jesus. Oh, I like Jesus, so I'm just sitting at his feet. No, she was someone who was intentional. She intentionally came and sat at his feet. And she made sure that she listened very carefully, intently to every word that came from the mouth of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to be like that. We go to the house of God. We come here for these meetings. We must be intentional. We must be intentional to sit at the feet of Jesus. Put everything, lay aside everything that will keep you from drawing near to the King of Kings. As you make that your main business, which is, I want to be intentional in my relationship with Jesus Christ. I want to really hear what God has to say for me. I want to really hear what what God has to say to me. I want to really hear what God has desired in his heart for me to do for him. Unless I sit at his feet, unless I hear what God says, what his heart is, and what does he want me to do with what he is entrusting, and how does he want me to do it? We need to know all of that. If you look at Noah, when God called Noah to build an ark, God went to Noah, not to anyone else in the whole world, because God was able to trust Noah. And he was able to give Noah the measurements for the ark and the specifications and how to do it and who should, you know, all the animals that he should bring in. All the instructions were given by God to Noah, to that one man, because God was able to trust Noah. Because Noah was a man who walked with God. That means he went to God, he heard God, and he obeyed God. He had a life of hearing and obeying, hearing and obeying, hearing and obeying, hearing and obeying. Question that God is placing before you is, are you someone who is hearing and obeying? Are you working towards training your ears to hear the voice of God? Are you coming to the presence of God, be it Sunday or during the week like this, fasting prayer? or Bible study, whatever meeting that it's called for, God is calling for. Are you coming intentionally to hear what God has and to obey? That's what Mary did. She sat, she sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. That heard is not like, oh, he's saying something and I'm just sitting. No. She just took it all in. We need to be people who are hearers of the word. When I say hearers, that means doers. Ears to hear, like Jesus says. He who has ears to hear, that means who are the doers of the word of God. Those are the ones who really, really be used by God because you're faithful in what God is giving to you. But Martha had a snare. The snare was, I need to do something. I need to do something for God. I need to do something for Jesus. And I need to do something. And that something became her distraction. It took away the main thing from her, which was Jesus himself. You can get so caught up and so busy in doing things, and you can miss the master. You can miss Jesus Christ, who's right there. But you know what? Even though he's in the same house, even though he's in the same living room, he's there in the living room, but you're somewhere in some corner. Busy, 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 busy. Before you know, you finish everything and he only has a few minutes left and then he's gone. Make sure you give time to the Lord Jesus Christ. Make sure you're intentional in following Jesus. Make sure you're intentional in serving Jesus Christ. 
make sure you're intentional in hearing everything that he has to say because he's the Lord of heaven and earth. So Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, that's what will happen. When you give yourself over to too many things, when you give yourself over to things that are not of God, what happens is it will agitate you. It will take away the peace that God has given you. It will make you feel frustrated and it will cause you to blame everyone around you. Mary had the peace because she was sitting at the feet of Jesus. If you're sitting at the feet of Jesus, no matter what you have, what you don't have, that eternal peace will be there inside of you. But with Martha, she was working and working and working. What happened as a result of that? She even went to the extent of accusing not only her sister, but indirectly telling Jesus that you're not doing anything about what is happening here. Look at Mary. She's just wasting time. That's what she basically said. While Jesus is talking something very important, Martha feels like, oh, she's wasting time. She should be helping here and look at her sitting and hearing what Jesus is saying. She's wasting time and he's not seeing that I'm working and this is just a total waste of time. You see how the enemy works? Similar to how Judas spoke when the alabaster bottle was broken. And Mary was serving God with the revelation that there's an important act for the burial of Jesus while he was alive. Judas said, oh, this is just a waste. You could have given this to the poor. Why are you spending this on the master? Martha is very similar. Because She was so busy and distracted by the enemy that distracted her. Now the enemy is bringing agitation, irritation, fault finding with God himself. Not only her sister, God also. And look at Jesus Christ. We saw this day before yesterday. How even to the the lawyer who came trying to find fault with Jesus, trying to trap him. Jesus still talked to him lovingly. With Martha coming in, bursting out over here, Jesus Christ, you see how he is responding to her. He didn't say, well, Martha, don't you know that I'm the Lord here? Don't you know that I I know this already? You're trying to come and tell me what I need to do? Jesus didn't say any of those things. Think about that. How many times when... Someone comes in and says things that are not pleasing to you. How quickly you burst out. How quickly you get irritated. How quickly, how dare, who are you and who do you think you are? And and don't you know who I am? All those things in an ugly manner shows up. God is speaking to hearts today. Be meek and lowly like Jesus. Humble like Jesus. Jesus didn't get upset. Jesus, he gently spoke to Martha. He said, Martha, Martha, you're worried and troubled about many things. You allowed yourself to get to this place. But what is needed? You missed out on that, Martha. 
Look at your sister. She's not wasting time. She's doing the most important thing while you have missed the most important thing. He's saying it in such a nice way. It would have stuck with her to the day she died in a good way. They should have never repeated that. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Don't be caught up and carried away with activities that has nothing to do with eternity. Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Everything else will perish. Everything else will perish. Everything else will perish. But what we do for God, that's the only thing that's going to last. And Martha missed out on that because she was so caught up. It's a trap. It's a trap. Busyness is a trap. Doing things and being distracted from the main thing is a snare. It's a snare of the enemy. Today, I just remember during this week of fasting and prayer. If you want God to do new things in your life, God is going to do new things. He's going to do new things. If you want to see God doing new things in your life, you must be someone who will sit at the feet of Jesus like Mary did. You know what will happen when you sit at the feet of Jesus? When he speaks, his word brings light. His word brings life. His word brings everything. As you sit, whether it's Sunday, morning call, evening meetings, when you are intentional in sitting at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, whatever it is you speak to me. And you're intentional in hearing and doing what God is speaking to your hearts at this hour. Or any time when you sit at the feet of Jesus. Your personal prayer, family prayer, those are very important. Sunday service, weekly meetings, God is calling for the morning call. God is calling for the evening meeting. God is calling for a Sunday service. As we come together in the presence of God, the Spirit of God, He speaks. And our eyes should be on Jesus. Our ears should be open to every word that God is speaking to our hearts. We have to be keen on putting it into action. When we do that, then we are going to be like Mary. I've spoken on this before when the Spirit of the Lord led me to, which was, what happened to Mary as a result of sitting at the feet of Jesus? She had the revelation about the the death of Jesus Christ that not even the disciples had. Even though Jesus talked to the disciples about how he was going to die and everything, no one in his crowd understood no one got the revelation that Mary got to go and do what was needed towards his death the disciples it didn't even sink sink into them didn't sink into them that's why they all left when Jesus was crucified God is speaking to her today we can be physically there like a lot of the disciples were there physically didn't understand a thing. It's important to be physically there and it's important to be mentally there. It's important to be spiritually there when Jesus speaks to us. It's important to be proactive 
in your spiritual life and your spiritual growth. It's important to be proactive in being like Mary. Think that I want to get everything that God has for me so that I can become useful to Jesus Christ. It's not about me, how I can get everything so that I can be somebody. No. You want to sit at the feet of Jesus and get everything that Jesus has so that he can trust you, so that he can entrust his work into your hands, so that you can become a trustworthy person, just like Mary. He knew when he came that this is one sheep that will sit and listen and it'll take everything in and will reproduce. May God help us to be like that. To truly take in what Jesus has for us and to put it to practice. Whatever the Lord speaks to you, make sure you put it to practice. Make sure you say, I'm going to take this and I'm going to put it to practice. I'm not going to be sitting and not doing anything about it. Or saying, that, well, I know this passage, I know this passage, yes. Just knowing here is not going to do much. It has to start here. So even if it's one sentence, one principle that you're taking from what God is speaking and you're practicing it, practice it consistently and add another one, add another one as the Lord speaks. Lay hold of every word that God has spoken because it brings life and it is life for us. As we take the word of God, that word cleanses us on the inside. The Bible says, Jesus said, you're clean because of the word I've spoken to you, Jesus said. The word of God brings healing and cleansing to our soul. So as we let the word of God go into us, by how? Hearing and obeying it. There's a cleansing effect that takes place. So when the spirit of God speaks into our hearts through his word, there's something new that takes place in our heart. There's something solid that is invested in our souls. It's for eternity. It's for eternity. Mary chose the part that will never be taken away. What will never be taken away? What will never be taken away? Our spouse, our children, our things, what we have. Those are all things that will never be with us all the time. But there's something that Jesus talks about which will never be taken away. What will never be taken away? What did Jesus talk about? What was the thing that's so important that will never be taken away that Martha didn't know about, but not Martha didn't care about? Which Mary cared about. She gave importance to something. What was that? It was the Word of God. Jesus said this, Heaven and earth may pass away, but my Word will never pass away. So when that Word of God goes into us, it goes into a spirit man. It goes into a spirit. The Word of God goes into a spirit it attaches, it latches on to our spirit, causes our spirits to grow, produce fruit. This word of God will go with us into eternity. There's a portion that will never be taken away. You know why? Because it multiplies. It multiplies, it multiplies, it multiplies. And it grows. That word goes into you. It grows. And then it bears fruit. And that'll bear fruit. And that'll bear fruit. And there's a multiplication that takes place. So it's an eternal investment. If Jesus takes the time to give us the word, we better be there. If Jesus came there, he didn't come there to come and sit and eat a meal and go. Oh, a meal is good, but that's not why he came there. What? 
He came there with a specific intention to deposit something eternally into Mary and Martha. Mary was wise enough to sit down. Martha was foolish enough to run around. Jesus is here. He is talking. I need to be there to hear what he has to say. But it was like, I want to do what I want to do. That's never going to be a blessing for us. If we think that I want to do what I want to do, when I want to do, how I want to do. Nobody can tell me when God wants me to serve him. That's not going to be a blessing for us. But Mary was very different. She said, the word, the word, the word, the word. Whatever Jesus speaks, I want to hear that. And she came and she sat at the feet of Jesus. As a result of that, she got something that no one can take away. Not in this world or in the world to come. She got the word of God, the words of the Lord Jesus Christ while she was there. Along with that came the revelation that came from Jesus Christ. Who he was. What was going to happen? And her involvement in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ was born out of sitting at the feet of Jesus. If you want to live a life that is lasting, that will have impact not only on your own soul, but on your family, your spouse, that your spouse will be blessed, your children will be blessed, your generation will be blessed. Your friends and family will be blessed. And those who are hurting, those who are lost, they'll be blessed. You can really become a blessing to all those people. And it's important to sit at the feet of Jesus, to hear from Him. When He speaks, it gives life. It brings healing to our bodies. It brings healing to our minds. It brings healing to our souls. We sing that song, Your Word is all I need. His Word restores my wounded soul. His word gives that strength that we, we may not have in our bodies, for our minds. His word comes and takes away that which is broken and puts something brand new there. His word does all kinds of things. His word brings miracles to our lives. But when we think about the other things and say that I'm going to put this over the word of God and and the word of God is not that important. And this is more important than that. This is ministry too. I'm doing ministry too. No, 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 no. That's the mistake. If we think that, oh, ministry, while the word is going, that's the wrong priority there where the enemy is trying to distract us and take us away from that which matters the most. It's important to shut everything down. You know what? The Lord has called us here. I have to sit down and I have to hear everything says. Out of my hearing from Jesus Christ, my sitting, me sitting at the feet of Jesus Christ, I must be born what I need to do for him. After I sit at the feet of Jesus, then I'll know clearly what he wants me to do. I'll know clearly what he likes. I'll know clearly when I should do what he wants me to do the timing, and what he wants will all come from sitting at the feet of Jesus. May God help us to understand the importance of pausing, pausing everything in order to gain what Jesus has for us when Jesus is there. We can do everything else. We have a lot of time to do all the other things, but when we know that this is time for God, 
that the presence of God is here. But we know that the Spirit of God is in our midst right now, that God is giving His Word, then it is important for us to, at that time, pay full attention to what Jesus has to say for us. Whatever He says to us, then we say, Lord, I take it in. I want to take it in. I want to take it in. I want to hear and I want to do. I want to hear and I want to do. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Called to serve. Mary was called to serve. Martha called herself to serve. There are many self-appointed preachers, teachers, evangelists. Self-appointed, not God-appointed. They do their own thing. The end God will say, I didn't tell you to do this. And law be a zero. Waste of time. And much tears. But we want to be people who are called to serve. In order for God to call us, we must be where God is. We need to be sitting at the feet of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just wherever you are, just close your eyes and tell the Lord, Lord, help me. If you have to repent, repent. Before God. And tell the Lord, sorry, Lord. I've been occupying myself with so many different things that I left the main thing and that's why I was getting irritated and frustrated and taking it out on everybody, including you. Lord, forgive me. Tell the Lord that. If it's you, tell the Lord that. Thank you, Jesus. Give your lives over to Jesus Christ and tell, Lord, I want to relax. I want to leave everything. I want to just sit at your feet. I want to hear you speak. And I just don't want to just sit there like a therapy. But I want to be someone who will hear and do your will. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord of my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Thank you, Father, for your word that you gave us today. On the seventh day of fasting and prayer. Lord, Help us, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh Jesus, to be where you are, to know you more, to listen to your heart, to simply hear you talk, and be your hands and feet to do what you want us to do, Lord. Help us never to lose the portion that you have for us that will never be taken away. Help us not to forfeit that. Like Esau did. Like Martha did. You so gently, so beautifully told Martha, Martha, you should be doing what Mary is doing. 
what she's doing is right. That's the most important thing. I pray that you continue to work in the hearts of your people that every brother, every sister in our church, Lord, their communication may become like the Savior. Gentle in their speech. To use words of life. Never to talk like a knife or a sword piercing other people's heart. But to truly have the gentleness the wisdom of God to move someone from where they are to where God wants them to be in a loving way full of truth without compromise like how the Savior did. Thank you, Father. Continue to bless your people. Cover each one with your precious blood. Thank you, Lord, for showing us every single day what we need to do to inherit the blessings that you have for us in the month of June. In order for you to do something new in our lives, we need to sit at your feet. Let your word wash us. Let your word sanctify us. Let your word do something new in the lives of the people, Lord, I pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Do something eternal. Let there be glorious new beginnings that will carry into eternity something permanent, Lord, taking place in the lives of your people. Thank you, Lord. 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 Continue to work in the hearts of your people. I pray that your great name be glorified. Let your great name be glorified, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the cross. Thank you for the power of the cross. Thank you for the power of the cross. Thank you for the power of the cross. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you for the stripes of Jesus. Lord, I pray for your precious people, all those who are going through difficulties of various sorts. Lord, and suffering and uncertainty, I pray, Father, that your hand be upon your people. I pray that you cause them, Lord, to draw closer to you. By drawing closer to you, I pray, may they see your miracle taking place in their lives, O oh Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as your servant, standing in the presence of God, before the throne of God, according to the power and authority given to me by the Almighty God, bless your people with this blessing that you alone can bless them with, that they may become like Mary in every way to inherit that eternal portion that you have for them. that they may understand the ways of God, that they may be doing the will of God, the works of God, be called to serve God, hallelujah, called by God to serve God as a result of sitting 
at the feet of Jesus. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen.